Hi, this is Ned Siegfried from Siegfried & Jensen. As proud sponsors of BeliefCast, we hope you are inspired by Todd's weekly podcasts, which contain so many courageous stories of recovery and personal growth. Remember, it's not what happened in the past that matters, it's what happens in the future. We invite you all to work hard and be optimistic about your future. Enjoy today's podcast. And we are back. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you once again for tuning in. You guys are amazing. I, I can't believe where we're at. We was just talking with Brooke here, who's our next guest, which I'll mention in a minute, but how where I'm at just kind of pinch myself, right? Huge. It's crazy. Um, so, but it's because of all of you guys tuning in week after week and then sharing these episodes, especially those that you know and love who are struggling because the, the, the responses I'm getting are like, hey, it saved my life or thank you for sharing this because I'm looking at life differently now or I want to reach out and help people now. It's just been so cool. And I do need to give a shout out to our sponsors, Siegfried and Jensen, Wasatch Recovery, iHill Institute and uh, Veracity Networks. You guys are fantastic for believing me. I can't thank you guys enough. And and then also our previous guests, you guys are amazing. And today's going to be no different. Today we're joined by Brooke Mangum. Brooke, thank you for joining us. I'm so glad to be here. And on this podcast, like you're saying, this is just what it stands for and everything like that. I could not be more thrilled to be oh, here. Wow. Well, it's an honor to have you here. And uh, Brooke looks amazing. I'm dressed in scrubs. Whatever. I'm and, getting uh, intimidated. He's got a clipboard <laughs> over here, people. I'm used to asking the questions. I so know. I'm go. putting her on the spot. You, you know? are. I'm sweating over here in my Steve Jobs <laughs> turtleneck. Well, Brooke uh, has a beautiful daughter, Ava, of two years old, and she's married to her sweetheart, Brandon, mm -hmm. and uh, lives an amazing life. And uh, it's a little background on Brooke. She's an entrepreneur and a media personality. She received her degree in mass communications and journalism and has been broadcasting for more than a decade. Brooke was a radio personality for iHeartMedia for several years. During her tenure at iHeartMedia, the program she co-hosted and co-produced grew from a local morning show to a syndication on rock stations all across the U.S. Again, I just am so blown away at just how you live your life and all the success you're, you're having. You're so kind. No. Um, you're also currently the, the host of Fresh Living, a lifestyle TV show for CBS affiliate KUTV in Salt Lake City. Many people listening to this have probably watched you. I'm sorry, I'm everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry for what I what I did on KUTV. Um, she also <laughs> co-hosts a podcast called Living Unscripted Podcast with Kate, uh, Caitlin Hansen. Which you all know. Who's also been on the podcast, yes. which has been great. Um, you have formed um, Opta Brands uh, after seeing how positive the positive impact of CBD products have been on your life and the lives of your family and friends. Um, Opta Brands currently has several celebrity product lines under the umbrella. And then you also have, you're with Tommy Chong CBD, Mike Tyson's, uh, IM21, and then Opta Naturals endorsed, has been endorsed by a celebrity doctor and New York Times bestseller author, Mike Monero. Did uh, I say that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Mike Moreno. Yeah. Moreno, sorry. Hey, it's and, hard. Uh, it's tricky. Yes. And you're also the founder and co-designer of genderless clothing lines called Subject Subject to Change. You're making me sound very busy. And the list goes like. on. I mean, <laughs> I'm just I mean, I'm just scratching the surface here, but you really are just doing a lot of good in the world and we're so 
you know, fortunate to have you here today to kind of share some background on you. And I'd lo- I always love to start with, tell us where you grew up and about your childhood. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So born and raised here in Salt Lake City. Like you said, I went to the University of Utah, go Utes, who go are Utes. doing great right now. Ama- are you going to the Rose Bowl? I wish. I yeah. wish. I got like, I, like you also said, I have a two-year-old. So uh, that's that, true. the that's... fun kind of goes out the window. But <laughs> yeah, born and raised here in Salt Lake City. And I just had a fantastic childhood. I was really lucky in that regard. I My parents, they're still together. wonderful wonderful people I came from a pretty good-sized Mormon family Um, I only have two (laughs) siblings but the the larger family is quite large but uh, in that family I was always you know they were everybody was so wonderful and I'm so grateful but I was a bit of a black sheep you know that was always kind of I was always a little bit different from the rest Uh, that just wasn't my path and I struggled with that a lot as I was, was as I was younger. I was trying to find where I fit in my family in the world, like we all do. Right. And I I didn't feel like there was a spot for me. And I that is not to my family. They were incredible people. This was my own personal thing of just right. going. I'm a little bit different from everybody. Yeah. And I don't fit in the line. I don't. That's that's just wasn't me. And so I struggled with that as I was younger, trying to figure out who I was while separating what I was supposed to be, what I thought I was supposed to be, right? Yeah, well, I think, and I'm glad you point that out. I think it's, I mean, we all go through it trying to find who we are, right. where, where do we fit. Doesn't matter but, what religion. But also even being raised in a religious family, it's tough because, you know, black sheep always comes with something, it's like a negative. Right. But I actually think it's a superpower. Hmm. And I look at, again, I look at your life and as hard as that probably was growing up at times, not fitting in or feeling like you're, you know, part of this um, I think that's why you are where you are today. Would you agree? Absolutely. You know, it's so <laughs> funny as I've as I've grown and I've worked through. You know, we we all kind of go through our, our separate steps of work of <laughs> feeling our belonging, and and it has it has become my superpower. Yeah. You don't want to fit in. You want to be different. And yeah. going through those hardships actually prepared me for the life I was going to live. Yeah. And I would say that to anybody that's struggling or going through a hard time right now. Be, pr- be proud of this struggle. Yeah. You're getting your merit badges right now. <laughs> you are right, getting what is going to sure. build you up and is going to make you so resilient moving on. Mm-hmm. There, there are so many things that I look back that I have been through. And during the time, you're just like, why is this happening to yeah. me? Why, is that, why does it have to be so hard? Right. And now I look back and I go, that's the best thing that ever happened to me wow. was making those decisions and going against the grain. Yeah. Because that, that's what sets you up for the rest of your life. Yeah, I love that. I, I kind of feel like life happens for us. And like you said, when you're going through it, you don't necessarily see it. It's like, why am I going through it? This isn't fair almost. Mm-hmm. And then like you said, looking back, you can go, man, had I not gone through all of that, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today with all these great things that you got your hands in. You right. Know? <laughs> I feel like expectation can be your worst enemy. Expecting mm-hmm. or the path that you think you're supposed to be doing, that you get so set on that of how you're going to get there, how you're going to do it with the steps. It's not so much about the how Mm. it's the why and the where, you know, it's, it's where I want to go. It's who I want to be at the end. And if you just keep going, eventually things, something's got to give all of these experiences you're going through will train you for the person that you're about to become. Wow. Very well said. Thank you. You know, growing up, tell us a little bit more like, I mean, obviously you're a very driven woman. You, you, you live with passion. You're doing all these great things. You're, tr- you know, you're, you're not afraid to jump into something. We'll talk about that in a minute. But were you like that as a little girl too? Were you this like go-getter? No, I was 
painfully shy. Okay. I mean, <laughs> so shy, which is so funny because if people like now, I'm the person that takes the pie to the face on the news. Like that's me. <laughs> you know, I'm. I'll, I'll do anything, go anywhere. Right. And I was not that way when I was a kid. I actually really deeply struggled with anxiety. Mm. I was terrified of my own shadow. Really? Okay. I was so afraid of everything. My poor mother, I now look back at all these things <laughs> that I put this person through. Like for, yeah. for an example, just to give you an idea yeah, of how please. bad this was. Yeah. I was first day of second grade, like this mm -hmm. young. And it was even yeah. worse when I was younger because I didn't have the tools yet to deal sure, with this yeah. anxiety. And I go into second grade, the teacher is, of course, just running down the syllabus and the curriculum, all the things that you're going to be learning. Yeah. And she said that we're going to be learning our times tables this year. And in my little anxiety ridden brain, yeah. I hear that and I go home and I'm in tears and I'm terrified. I'm like hyperventilating because I'm telling my mom, I have to learn my times tables by tonight. Oh, I have wow. to have them all done because tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. if I don't have this, I'm going to fail second grade. I'm going to destroy my <laughs> life. I'm then never going to go to college and I'm going to live in a cardboard box. That was my brain working. as right. it, I, I laugh now because I'm like, oh my gosh, Brooke, calm down. But that's still inside <laughs> of me. I'm like, ma'am, calm down. But that that's what it was in my mind was okay, that yeah. all of those things and somebody that has anxiety, it's all of a sudden you can get so wrapped up in your yeah. own mind, your own right. limiting beliefs yeah. telling you you're not good enough. You're not worthy of this. You're never going to amount to something and you can't do this. And those are the voices that just run through your head yeah. when you have anxiety, even something stupid like your times tables, right? right. In second yeah. grade. Yeah. And that was something that I really struggled with. And I still do to this day. Yeah. I will get myself, I'll get in my own head yeah. and I can give myself the yips quicker than anybody where all of a sudden yeah. I'm over <laughs> here like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. sweating. I can't speak. I can't do this. And it's so funny when I tell people this because of yeah. what I do for a living. Yeah. I, I'm a bro I, I'm yeah. supposed to talk pretty for a living, right? right? Yeah. I'm a broadcaster. <laughs> That's what I'm supposed to do. But yeah. it uh, it was really quite debilitating as a kid. Wow. And I had to find some tools. I had to figure it out. And a lot of that figuring it out is you need to fail and realize that life goes on after yeah. the worst thing that can possibly happen can happen. And it's still actually going to be okay. Gonna You're be not okay. going to end up in a right. I'm not in a yeah. cardboard box yet. Right. But you know what? Even if it got there, maybe I could get out of that cardboard box. I For think sure. I could. Yeah. No, I'm glad you said that. And, you know, you talked about these limiting beliefs. I'm not mm -hmm. good enough. I can't do this. It's too hard. You know, I'm very passionate about belief systems. That's yeah. why I call this a belief cast because mm -hmm. our beliefs dictate our behavior. Yes, they do. And, you know, and it started as, obviously as a young girl, you know, struggling mm -hmm. in second grade. <laughs> and obviously you didn't have the tools at that time. And, yeah. you know, looking back, you can kind of laugh at it. But yeah. at the time, it was very real to you. Right. You know, and what that does, you know, it caused probably your, a lot of suffering in your life mm -hmm. as you were younger. Absolutely. Right? It did. Yeah. Yeah. And my poor mother having to get my teacher on the phone who then talked me off the ledge to say, no, Brooke, <laughs> you have to learn it by the end of the school year, you know, so you but, have plenty of time. But yeah. those beliefs, like you were mentioning, they do, they can become the fabric of who we are. And it's so funny to me is that a lot of times we, we are our own worst critic always. Right. Mm -hmm. We're usually our own worst enemy. We can be a cheerleader for other people in our lives, you know, yeah. how, for your family, for your friends. You are the first person to say, you can do this. You've got this. But it's so hard for us to say it for ourselves. Right. And that's yeah. like something that I like now as I'm getting older and I'm still working on this every single day is right. we need to be our own cheerleaders sometimes yeah. stop beating ourselves up so much mm -hmm. because that that's not helping right we've been, all been doing that for a while for now a while, yeah. and it's not helping us anymore so there'll be some times in, in my head and it's so funny where like <laughs> that some of the tools i've learned you know meditation all that kind of stuff yeah. but sometimes you just need to that voice in your head 
you need just to tell it to leave in a I don't usually say leave there's usually an expletive or Another something like that I'm like it, yeah. I'm not listening to you right now and it's like that stopping I'm yeah. like I'm not doing that right now I'm not yeah. listening to that right now yeah because that doesn't help me to my goal of Absolutely. actually pulling this off well I think you point out something really important is you don't avoid that thought you look at it and say no uh-uh. mm-hmm. you know whatever words you decide to use yes yeah and that's fine but again, I love that you do that. You don't avoid it. You look at it and say, you know what? Uh-uh, that's, I'm not letting you control me mm-hmm. today. I'm in charge. Right. You know, that kind of thing. And I love that. I think people listening to this, that is a very simple yet powerful simple. thing. Because if we try to avoid the thought, it just persists, right? Oh, it stews. Right? I, I'm a classic stewer. I can, <laughs> I can just sit there. I will rework every different situation nine different ways. And I will plot out what I should have said, could have said that. And that also doesn't help me either. It doesn't yeah. help me feel better. Yeah. But being able just to look at it and just say, I'm not doing that right now. Yeah. Shut it down for a right. second. You're not helping me. Let's let's just go. Right. Well, again, you know, we've mentioned you're doing all these amazing things. You struggled as a kid, uh, you know, with anxiety and maybe believing in yourself. Was there a moment when you're like, where something clicked in you where you're like, you know what? I, I do have confidence or I am strong or was it more of a mm-hmm. gradual thing? Because again, you have done some really out of the box things yeah. in your life, right? It was, I think, a little bit gradual over time, but it, okay. there was a kind of a, a big moment that changed my life. And it sounds funny when I like, want to talk about it. It's like you said, I went to University of Utah. I got mm-hmm. my degree in broadcasting. I And I basically have been behind a microphone ever since. <laughs> but once I got out of school... I didn't really have a lot of prospects. I right. didn't really know what I, I knew what I wanted to do. I was thinking, I'm like, I want to go be a lifestyle host, entertainer. Right. E-news was really big then. So I'm like, I, I want to go be on E-news. <laughs> I want to do this. But I had no idea how to get there. And I really right. didn't have the tools yet. Yeah. I didn't have, did not have the experience to even get in the door over there. But I, I just kind of fell back into old patterns. I had been modeling mm. since I was a kid and yeah. I thought, Hey, I know how to make money doing this. And yeah. it was a safety net. It was the mm. safe thing that I could do where I could make enough money. I could do this and, and I could just be in a pause pattern. Right. And I guess that's one of my biggest advice for people is when you're stuck at a path and there's the safe choice and there's the choice Ooh, that scares that. you go for the one that scares you wow. every single time, because you never know what's going to happen. And what happened for me was I was kind of going nowhere fast right out, out of school. I was just, I wasn't, you know, yeah. burning out doing anything. I was just, <laughs> just kind of stuck. I was just yeah, being, right. and an offer came for me to be on a reality TV show, competition reality TV show called Summer Camp. And I was oh, just really? like, what is this? It was on the USA Network. And I thought, okay, this sounds like, for somebody with anxiety, this sounds like the worst idea ever. <laughs> so fear of failure is big for me, right? For sure, so now yeah. I'm going to go on a competition reality show where not only is the the, the odds of failure are very high because there's yeah, a lot of people on the show. For sure. And now we're going to yeah. broadcast my failure on television. <laughs> and I thought, this is the worst idea oh, ever. Wow. Like skin crawling, thinking about it. But, and what's so funny is I don't even know where it came from, why. I just think that I had nothing else really going on. And I mm. thought, if you really want to be doing all these things that you say you want to be doing, like you want to be a broadcaster, you want to be do this, here's an opportunity to be on television. And you're going to say no to that? Right. Yeah. Like that's against everything that you've been telling yourself you yeah. want to be since you were a little girl. Wow. So I did it. I took the leap. I jumped, <laughs> jumped. head first yeah. into the summer into summer camp. And it was one of the most rewarding things I've ever done in my entire life. The, wow. the show was a failure. The show was ridiculous. <laughs> I can't recommend you watch it. I don't think my mother even watched all the episodes. Right. They sent adults back to summer camp. It was it was one yeah. season only. But what ended up happening from that experience was yeah. that I was solely on my own. 
And I had to rely on myself. Yeah. I had to be, I was completely out of my element. Right. And I ended up meeting some of my best friends in the world on that. One of my business partners for that genderless clothing line, which we'll talk about. But yes. the experiences that came from that show then led to so many more. I did the press tour for that show and yeah. I ended up being on extra TV. One of my goals, wow. I ended up doing WWE yeah. ringside interview. I was on the today show and I got to see firsthand my heroes in action. You know, I got yeah. to see Maria Menounos do an interview. I got to see yeah. all these things. I got to see that level that I've always wanted to be at truly perform and be a part of that. And then I also, I got a call from their PR company for that show and they said, hey, there's a local radio show, rock morning show. They want you to come on and do an interview. And at that point I was saying yes to everything. Yeah. Of course, like I got to do this one speed, let's yeah. go. And I walked into that rock morning show, iHeartMedia, West Valley, and I didn't Man. leave for six years Dang. because I, I met my co-host there and we I went in for that interview. <laughs> we just connected and clicked. Everybody here in Salt Lake City will know him as Hooker, as his, yeah. his on-air name, but we did that <laughs> interview together and... Uh, we started talking afterwards and we just had great chemistry and I told him about my schooling, what yeah. I wanted to do. And he just looked at me and he just said, how about you play radio with me? And I said, what? Like, like, what, what do you mean? Yeah, like, yeah, right. what do you play? And he goes, wait a minute, let's go. And he said, follow me, <laughs> follow me down the office. So he drags me into our right. GM's office <laughs> and our program director's office. And he just says, Hey guys, meet Brooke. She's going to be my new morning show partner. And their face was very similar to your face They're that going, you just what? gave me. And yeah. my face was yeah. like, what? I just met this guy. What's happening? What's going on here? And they all kind of rolled their eyes and said, ha ha hooker, go back down to your, right. your dungeon. But he just said, he's like, so what do you say? Let's like, they didn't say no. And I started showing up every single day after that day at 5am. No and I hosted that show with him for free. So really? I just okay. kept showing up and yeah. showing up every single no day because I, I, my thought was, this is the closest thing to a broadcast, you know, boot. This is a broadcast. This is yeah. a real broadcast. And I'm getting a shot here and nobody's told me no yet. So I just kept on showing up. So yeah, might as well just keep doing slugging this. Slugging it out yeah. in the mornings until somebody tells me that I'm not allowed to talk on the radio anymore. <laughs> Hooker kept opening the door for me. So that was nice. And wow. I showed up for months and months. And then eventually they started paying me $10 an hour to do the morning show. <laughs> and uh, I think they felt bad for me. They're like, this like, girl's not going to go away. We got to yeah. give her something. <laughs> and that's what they gave the remote techs. Those are the people that oh, set up the wow. tents was the $10 an hour. And what happened though, is I, I grew my mic muscle. We developed even more chemistry. Mm -hmm. The show grew yeah. and grew and it actually started to turn into something. And about 10 months later, after working for basically peanuts, iHeart offered me one of the biggest contracts they've ever given an unexperienced jock. Wow. And that, that all amazing. came from that, that fear, that moment of just saying yes to something and just taking that jump and then, like I, like you said, I worked on that show for it's six amazing. years and it grew to be in Nashville and Oklahoma City all over. And it was the most fun that you can ever have just wow. being there. And that led to KUTV and <laughs> the list goes on and it on. It opens so, up all these doors. You know, you really do have Mike muscle. I want to use that word again. <laughs> you really do. Like you're, I mean, I love what you're doing, like I said. But how cool is that? You took a, you jumped into this thing that you didn't want to do. Yeah. You, the anxiety you were feeling was saying, it goes back to those beliefs. You can't do this. You can't do this. You, you, you'll fail. You're, You're not worthy. Bomb. You're not worthy. 
but yet you 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 fought through that for whatever reason in that moment. You're like, I'm doing this. Yeah. As scary as this is. And I think people listening to this who are in the same boat of whatever's keeping you from your dream, it's usually fear that's unfounded. Yeah. Right? Because absolutely. really what you were afraid of really had, it, there was, it wasn't real. It was absolutely, right? it wasn't real. That And that, that failure, you know, failure, yes, it's a real thing. But if you don't yeah. ever do it, it's, yeah. you'll never, it's so much worse to me to have the coulda, woulda, oughta, shouldas, yeah. right? Well, yeah. Th- that will plague you your entire life. Exactly. And a little sting of a failure or two. And a lot of times, like I let me be honest, I have colossally failed a lot of times on air. <laughs> I have forgotten my own name and froze. <laughs> okay, so don't let it. Like, Good, I don't all, feel so bad then. It's I, colossal. I, yeah. it, talking is hard. Thinking is hard. All the things. Every <laughs> life is hard. So it doesn't matter yeah. if you're broadcasting, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Like failure is just a part of life. Yeah. But I now know to recognize those moments of fear and anxiety, like you were saying, and mm-hmm. turn it into a superpower. Fear is a green light that means go for me now. Yeah. So if if I'm afraid, I know I'm probably on the right path because I'm doing yeah. something big. And Ooh, no matter what, that. maybe, you know, for me, I ended up getting a, a great career out of that fear, but yeah. it doesn't have to be that for everybody. No matter what, when you face a fear down, you will get some kind of benefit from it. You'll mm-hmm. get stronger. You'll get a mental thing of being able to say, I did that. Yeah. I, you know, it was hard. It was scary, but I did it. And a lot of times I think that the worst thing you think is going to happen probably won't. And it could be the best thing that could ever happen to you. Yeah. Well, and I love, you know, what you said there. And I think it really, if you look at it, it really wasn't a failure. It felt like it in the moment, Mm -hmm. but actually it was a success because it pushed you to have all these other opportunities, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know where I would be if I wouldn't have said yes to going on that terrible reality tv show which actually i had a ball on it but i, I feel bad yeah. for the people that watched it yeah you know it, you know it wasn't wow. but it was such an experience and and here i am now and i'm so grateful that i pushed past that yeah and did that also did you notice when you were doing this and you notice all these things start to kind of unfold was that also helping you control the anxiety that you were maybe struggling with earlier on in your life was that one of the ways that you realize, hey, why am I worried about these things? Did absolutely. That help? Oh, I think absolutely. When you start to get a little bit of positive momentum, mm. you you start to get your confidence. Yeah. And that's where confidence is a skill that is trained, right? We're not yeah. all, I think when people are like, oh, they're just confident, you're born with it. Yeah. Absolutely not. It is something that it has to be cultivated and fought mm. for every single day. Yeah. And when you start to get wins, I think it, it can be really helpful, but it also can be even more scary because when you start to win, you get more afraid of losing, right? Yeah. You're like, what if I lose all? Now I have something to lose. Yeah. So it can be that double-edged sword of you're getting this confidence that things are going well, but that's when I think that those limiting beliefs can really start to rear their ugly little heads again yeah, right. because it's like mm-hmm. you. everyone has that, you know, that imposter syndrome of, oh no, what if everybody realizes that I'm a fraud and I'm actually yeah. not good at this? Yeah. And they just, I I just kept showing up and they <laughs> they just were afraid to tell me to leave. You know, this is what you get for having a track station by a radio <laughs> station and not locking the doors. This is uh, what happens, you know? That's the best part of your story too, is you like, of, the, of this part of it is you yeah. just kept showing up. I'm just coming. I wasn't getting paid. I'm still right. showing up. I and love that. truth be told, I did the exact same thing at KUTV. It's a pattern over here. Really? So. Um, same thing. I was doing the radio show and then I had met Carrie, who is my co-host now. Right. We, she'd, we'd re- met doing a radio commercial. Yeah. And I heard through the grapevine through a friend that they were looking for another host. And I'm like, wait a minute. I know somebody over there. So I called her and I said, hey, 
friend. Yes. Like, yeah. I would love to come in as a guest host. And she said, okay. And so I came in as a guest host and, you know, worked for free. And then I just said, whenever they needed a guest host, I'd love to do it. So I started showing up again and wow. I was racing and I was still doing the radio show at that point. So I'd wake up, go do the radio show. I would get ready for television while I was there. So I'd have a curling iron in my hair, yelling at my co-host, right. you know, talking about <laughs> God knows what on the radio because right. it was a rock show. And then I would race to KUTV as soon as the little red light went off. And then I would go do the next show wow. and just kind of slug it out. But once again, I just kept showing up and eventually they, if you prove yourself to be good enough, they got, eventually they have to notice. They have to notice. And I love that. Is what I think there's a quote. I'm probably going to butcher this, but I think 90% of success is just showing Absolutely up. Absolutely right? it is. And I'm, I'm testing to that. I am not that talented, friends. <laughs> I, it is just showing up and being uh, willing to do wow. it, to do the yeah. work, to do the stuff that is uncomfortable because mm -hmm. that's a big part of it is you know we i think we as humans we like to be comfortable there's a reason yeah. why we like to have warm cozy spaces there's a reason why we like to yeah. you know sleep in and have right. good food for sure and yeah. being willing to do the more uncomfortable thing of you know waking up in the morning showing mm -hmm. up that can get you so far in life is just showing up right and just not really worrying like i was telling you before not really worrying about how you get there yeah but just knowing that I'm doing something, I'm trying, I'm doing my best yeah. right now. And yeah. if I keep doing this, eventually something has got to give. Yeah, I love that. And you're proof of that on the other side of fear is where all the blessings and the rewards mm. are sitting. It's the good stuff. It's the good stuff. And we just got to go through that. Like you said, and you know, I read an article about you where, you know, you talk about how you just jump. <laughs> I just jump to it. I'm just going to jump through this. And I, I think it's a good visual in my head, you know, here's this fear, but I'm going to jump right at it because I'm going to tackle it. And then I'm going to, you know, earn the rewards mm -hmm. that are waiting on the other side. And I now know <clears throat> you'll never regret it. Yeah. You'll never regret taking that jump. And how many times you might jump and you'll miss Yeah, that happens, Yeah, but you'll never regret just going for yeah. it because at least you tried. Yeah. And there's so many times you can look back and go, okay. And Oh, I wish I would have done this. I could have, you know, and that is so hard. Yeah. But, and a lot of the times now I look back at things that like, like you were saying that mm -hmm. I failed at and it didn't work. And I'm now like, thank God, because right. that wasn't what I was supposed <laughs> to be doing. Like, yeah. can you imagine if I would have done oh. that path, I would have missed out on all of this. all these other yeah. things. So mm -hmm. even it's so hard when we're in that failure, not to just go back to, well, of course I failed. I'm a failure. This is what I do. You right. know, it's wow. not to like, not, don't listen to that voice. This wow. failure is going to be something that can teach you so much in your life. I now, it's funny, I now, especially as a, a business owner, like you were saying, yeah. I now look at shortcomings. They used to be the thing that I would be so embarrassed about. I'd be yeah. so worried about having, yeah. don't let them see me. Don't let them know that I don't know how to do this because mm -hmm. if they know, then they're going to think I'm not qualified to be CEO or whatever. Right. And I now know to look at my shortcomings, your shortcomings are, they're brilliant because they're the roadmap that yeah. you need to hire the people around you or to find your tribe that fulfills those holes in your life. Right. Like that's what now I'm like, I'm not good at this. Fantastic. We need to find somebody <laughs> that's good at that. Yeah. And, but you know, own the part that you're good at. Know that, Hey, I, I do need, I do have a place here. I am worthy of this. I'm really, I'm, I can do this portion, but you don't have to be good at everything. I thought yeah. that for so long. And I think yeah. that was a lot of the root of my anxiety as a kid was, yeah. I thought that I had to be good at everything. I thought I had to be perfect. Mm. I thought that I had to fit that, you know, that perfect mold. And, yeah. and now I realize that it's, you don't want to be that because you're, you can't be good at everything. It's impossible. And right. it's so much better, especially as a, as a, as a team leader and a business owner 
it's much better to be good at something and then have people that are excellent at other things yes. fill your gaps. Yeah. Because you're only that. as strong as your team mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Oh, that's beautifully said. Thank you oh, for sharing. Thanks. That's wow. So, okay, you're currently the host of Fresh Living. And you've been there how long now? Four years Four almost. Four years. That's really cool. Congrats on that it's as well. It's been fun. It's a, it's a good time. And, and, and then you've got your hands in a bunch of other things. We talked about uh, Opta Brands. Let's talk yeah. about that. Because again, this is a leap. This is one of those jumps again, because you, like you said, you never saw yourself doing these things. No. So here you are doing Fresh Living. You're doing really amazing there, mm -hmm. other stuff. Why did you get into this? And, and why don't you explain to our listeners what Opta Brands is? Yeah, absolutely. So just uh, I was, Opta Brands is just a kind of an idea. We're a digital brand activation company. So that's a fancy way of saying we build brands. <laughs> so we yeah. formulate products, we build the product, and then we market that product online. Mm. And we usually pair it with, and traditionally we pair it with a celebrity. So we have a license agreement with a celebrity, and then oh, we go gotcha. out and market it okay. with them, and they help us develop that formulation. So they work with us to to make the product that's theirs. But uh, how I got into it, honestly, and I, like you said, I never saw myself as a CEO. I told fart jokes on the radio. <laughs> I saw, I take pies to the face on the news. I've, I, I came to see myself as an entertainer of sorts. Right. Yeah. You know, that was my, that was my bread and butter. That, that was who I was. And that was my identity. That was that I didn't see myself as being outside of that box right. for many, many years. Okay. Uh, but I always knew that I wanted to do something more. You know, we, we, there's so many times in our lives that I feel like we all have that that little feeling where you're like, am I doing everything that I want to be doing? And yeah. for me, that answer was no. But what happened and how it all kind came to be was out of pure desperation. So I'm working on the radio, like I was saying. Yeah. I'm waking up at the butt crack of dawn. I'm going <laughs> in there and I'm trying to slug it out. I've got to be sharp because as soon as you crack the mic at 6 a.m. Oh, yeah, you got to be ready. And people are expecting you to be happy. And yeah. you need Positive to get them through their day, you yeah, know, and right. you're over here going, somebody needs to get me through my day. <laughs> but uh, yeah. so I had realized very early on that if I was going to be successful in this career, I was going to have to sleep. And mm. I, if you want to go to bed at 7 p.m. as an adult, it's very hard. Yeah, all right. For sure. It's nearly yeah. impossible. So I started trying to do everything I could think of to sleep. So I'm like, I'm taking melatonin. I'm doing all these. I'm like, okay, that's not working. So now I'm taking like Z-Quil. All right. I'm right. taking horrible things for my body. And then I'm taking coffee in the morning. I'm lightly speedballing myself every day. <laughs> and as somebody that was big into health and wellness, I'm like, this yeah. can't be good for me. Yeah. And I was starting to feel the effects of that. I was groggy in the morning. Mm -hmm. I was cranky all day. I just wasn't feeling good. And then a friend of mine recommended CBD. They're mm. like, have you ever tried CBD for sleep? And I thought, that's drugs. <laughs> what, yeah, are right. what are you talking about? Here? What are you talking about? Yeah. I, I think I get drug tested for my job. I can't do that. What do you think? They're <laughs> like, no, no, no. And like broke down and I started right. doing my own research. And I thought, yeah. wait a minute. We have an endocannabinoid system in our body. I'm not a scientist, but cannabinoid, cannabis, that makes sense to me yes. to help yeah. regulate my system. So I started taking CBD and it worked. I started mm. going to bed. I started waking up refreshed. I learned that I didn't even really need caffeine and I was feeling great. Wow. But the thing that I also learned while doing this was that not all CBD is created equal. Some of it is garbage. Oh, and when yeah. I started trying to look at lab results and things like that, and this was a while ago, this has been you know, five years ago. So it was really the wild west back then. People yeah, were well, making it in their garages. Right. For sure. And you had no yeah. idea it was coming from. <laughs> and I was talking yeah. to my husband one night and I'm like, there is something here because this works most of the time when it's real and it's good, but I have no idea what I'm putting in my body and I don't like that. 
we we should look into this. And right. that spiraled into us developing our own CBD. We found the best growers. Wow. We found the wow. best extraction facilities. We started looking really into this and we created a product that we still use today, which attracted the attention of Dr. Mike Moreno as a doctor and saying that, yeah, this stuff is good. And then that attracted Tommy Chong and then the kind of the rest was history from there. And it was just so funny of something that started as a, a desperation for my own personal for healing own, and sleep yeah, right. grew to be this big brand activation company because we discovered along the way that we weren't just good at making CBD. We were good at building brands. Wow. And as a broadcaster, I've been unknowingly to me, honestly, I've been building brands my entire career. Yeah. I've been a, a brand ambassador For as sure. a model. I've oh, been, yeah. you, know, you know, we're all adults here. There's a lot of sales in broadcasting. You know, you hear sure. the, the yeah. endorsements that you hear on the Absolutely. radio and the same thing with television. You're yeah. all showcasing products and we just kind of realized that we had something yeah. special. And like I was saying before, there was a lot of things that I didn't know how to do. So I then realized that if we were going to pull this off to the scale that I wanted to, I had to build a team. And that that was it. That's like the biggest advice I can give to anybody that wants to start a business yeah. is yeah. do something that you love, mm -hmm. something that has a personal connection to you. And then find really smart people to be around you right. as fast <laughs> as you can. Because like you said, team's important. Team's important. Yes. I, I'm, it's, yeah, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Like, right. you know, that's that old saying that you hear is <laughs> you want to surround yourself with yeah. people that think differently than you, that challenge you. Yeah. And now it's like I pinch myself every morning because yeah. the to say out loud that I work with Tommy Chong, the godfather of cannabis, and then... The GOAT, Mike Tyson, is one of our other the brands goat, that we yeah. now do. Uh, wow. We don't, don't just do cannabis. We do sports performance For and sure. things like that. But yeah. I, I have it. to just go, what? Yeah. Whose life am I living right yeah. now? And that's like, to begin, it's like, even with all of these things happening, I still struggle with limiting beliefs every single day because I'm like, you know, those voices in your head go, yeah, eventually somebody's going to realize yeah, that you're, not, you? qual you're who, not qualified yeah. for this. Who are you? Right? Yeah. What? You, who gives you the right to do these exactly. things? Exactly. But again, you are earning that because you are not, you're stepping through that fear like we keep talking about. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. And it's terrifying and yeah. it never gets easier. You know, yeah. that's the thing I, I think that I even like people that I look up to and that I see these, you know, these incredible women running companies like Sarah Blakely and you just, it's like, I now know that I'm, I'm like, they must be just scared all the right. time <laughs> right because yeah. every time you level yeah. up I it's like you would think that you'd get less scared you get more scared wow but it's amazing it's beautiful and it's yeah. now that beautiful experience of that fear means go like you're yeah. on the path keep on going like try and scare yourself now right no I love it that is that is amazing um so I also want to talk about you've you've also created a genderless clothing line uh, and, and it's called subject subject to change. Yes. Right. Tell us about that. So I created that with my best friend who I met on the reality TV show, yes. Kyle, who we were on opposing teams uh -huh. and <laughs> we met and we call it like our summer camp love. Like we were like the just best friends from yeah. then on. And <laughs> we just kind of, we both came from the fashion industry and we, we now do that with his partner, Grace Ann. So it's the three of us, three co-founders. And we all come from an entertainment background. Grace Ann has, he, Oprah sends him a Christmas card. I'll just put it that way. He's a huge Broadway performer. Wow. He's been in the color yeah. purple. He's just, yeah, he's wow. a rock star. And then Kyle's in diesel ads. He's just gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here. I'm like, I'll just hold your guys' bags. So that's sometimes Aww. how I feel. But we, we just <laughs> noticed coming in the entertainment industry that there was just a, a lot. Of, it's so isolating and it's very much, you need to fit in this box. And if you don't look like this 
or dress this way, then you don't matter. You're not important, right? Mm, if yeah, you if you right. don't look this way, if your skin color is not this, if you're not this size, if you yeah. don't love this person, then you right. need to you need to not be over here. This fashion isn't for you. And we decided that we've all struggled with that. You know, I have a modeling background where I struggled with an eating disorder. I struggled mm. to be that size. And yeah. fashion was actually kind of a, a place of sadness for me of not really? fitting into the sample wow. sizes. Yeah. And we decided we're like, this is dumb. Fashion is for everybody. It doesn't matter who you love, what color your skin is, what size you are. Yeah. You should be able to enjoy fashion to the fullest. And that's really the the motivation behind this clothing line. So it's genderless, completely genderless. Okay. It's for everybody. Yeah, it's for We everyone. have sizes so you can figure out your size, yeah, but right. it's like the size doesn't matter. You're getting the exact same style and it look it's cool for everybody because wow. fashion's supposed to be a celebration of who you are. That's yeah. getting dressed is supposed to be wow. fun, right? Yeah. Like that's and it's so many times as I, you know, it, it hasn't been fun for me. So I understand that place of not fitting in, you know, growing up when I was modeling and yeah. I it, things didn't fit, I wasn't that size. It was a, a place of deep sadness for me. And then again, getting pregnant and having a new body, it's like getting dressed is the most terrifying <laughs> thing you're ever going to do you're is like, like a new mom and a pregnant on. woman. Yeah. And I, now that was just the championing of that brand is we want this to be fun for everybody. We want this to be so inclusive. Mm, yeah. And that's kind of where the name, we actually couldn't think of what to name our clothing brand until the day before the photo shoot. And so we left it as the line item subject to change because we're yeah. like, everything's subject to change. And we everything thought, is, yeah. actually, that's a great name for it's our a brand. Beautiful name, so yeah. here we are, because everything <laughs> is subject to change. The way you're feeling, who you are, everything. Yeah. We all are just different and we morph and we change throughout our lives. And why do we have to put a label on it? Dang, that is amazing. It's amazing what you're doing. I mean, um, that I, I think, I, I think back. I say this to my clients all the time. Adversity is the wake up call to your greatness. It's beautiful. It's and big. If, and if you think about, you know, even the black sheep, right? Yeah. You're labeled the black sheep. You didn't fit in. You're going through some adversity, obviously, in your life. But look at what all that has done. Look at how what the doors that have opened. And I think because of that, it's 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 woken you up to the greatness that's in you. Right. It I, right? I love what you said. That's so beautiful because it's so true. The moments that can seem the darkest are usually right before it starts getting good. Yeah. And if you can just push just a little bit longer, if you can just hold on a little bit yeah. longer, there's there's something there's something else for you there. And if you can just do it. If you can just do that. Yeah, absolutely. So what, do you have anything else on the horizon? I mean, I know you think big and you've got probably some plans. Is there anything that you could share with us that you might be doing in the future? Right, or? you know, we're, we're still <laughs> trying to just, you know, dominate the consumer packaged goods company. You know, like right. we're trying to go one step at a time. Okay. We're always looking for new brands and things like yeah. that. But okay. uh, for me, things changed a lot when I became a mom. I mm. I started thinking differently. Well, I think sure. you have to start thinking right. differently. Yeah. You see this little person that they hand to you, they honestly, and you have no idea what you're doing. They really shouldn't <laughs> do that. They're like, here's your baby. Bye bye. See you later. And so you're sitting true. here like, who's going to take care of this with me? Wait a minute. Who's going to show me? Right. And true story. As soon as I had my daughter, uh -huh. the nurse comes in and I'm sitting here for the first time and I'm, you know, any questions? And I said, yeah, how much water do they drink? And that's when she, <laughs> ma'am, they don't drink water. You cannot give that baby water. You're like, what? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> nothing oh my gosh I thought I was a smart person oh, so man. there's just little things like that where I it just changes your perspective on everything yeah. and I'm watching this little girl grow up and mm -hmm. it has really empowered me to and also being a female business owner 
I, I want to make an impact that way. I want yeah. to make it easier for other women to find their place in this world. I want to help. I don't, I don't know. Being, being example sounds too grandiose for me. That's not, but I want to help chisel out a path that makes it easier for yeah. other people to come up. And the only way that we do that is that we get other people who are different to be in higher places, you know, yeah. whether that you're a woman, whether you're a different ethnicity, whether what doesn't matter what makes you a minority, yeah. we just need to make a path for that. And so yeah. for me being a woman, that was the one that I resonated with the most. Right. Gotcha. I, I've, sure. I've, I've lived it. Yeah. Right. And seeing my little daughter, I just see her yeah. and I'm like, I want you to be able to rule the world, baby girl. Right. I want to make this easier for you. Mm. But also as a that. mother, I, I see them with these technology. I see them like my daughter gravitating yeah. towards this phone mm -hmm. and I, I don't really know where we're going to go with this yet. And that's yeah. like, I probably shouldn't be talking about it cause I don't know the end goal yet, but there's, there's something that is motivating me to, I want to find a way to have technology empower mm. young girls in particular, because Ooh, I love that. I, how many times I'm like, we're, we're, we're grown ups here. How many times you've yeah. been scrolling on your phone and oh, you yeah. feel terrible about yourself after you get off Instagram? Yeah, you're like, Oh. And I didn't grow up with Instagram. It yeah, wasn't even a thing I. until yeah. later. I, yeah. I remember MySpace and yeah. when Facebook, <laughs> you had to put your college ID in, you know, that was my era. Yeah. And I'm thinking that I got through a lot of my really difficult times without it being broadcast on the internet. Yeah. I'm thinking about going through high school again with it really being like having that. It sounds yeah. terrible to me or, and even their adolescence now. So I'm motivated in some way to find find a way to make technology empower I love that. young girls in, instead so of needed. to take, because it's, it's a tool. And yeah. I say this as somebody that has an Instagram account that actually uses it to make money. Like sure. I monetize my yeah. Instagram and it's a tool that you, it either uses you or you use it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what wow. that looks like. So if there's somebody listening right now that can help me with this idea to yes. flush this out, yeah. uh, please call me, call her, call me. <laughs> but cause it's, there's just, yeah. I'm really scared about the future for yeah. our kids. Boy, you, you you hit it right on the head there. I couldn't agree more that there needs to be something. You know, these kids, I, I can't even imagine I, you know, I can't. what they're going to go through. Uh, you know, I had a, a client that I was meeting with the other day, and I hope it's okay to share this real oh, quick. Yeah. This is your story. No, this, I, this is, but this, I, I like so this. Eighth grade girl, depressed, sad, you know, mm -hmm. and that's why the parents reached out to me to work with her. And and we're sitting there and I said, how much time do you spend on social media? And she goes, uh, maybe about an hour, hour and a half. And I go, can we look? Yeah. So she grabs her phone. You know, you know, you, you can, can check see. your screen time. You can so see. She, and she gets there and I, her eyes get all really big. I go, what does it say? And she goes, seven and a half hours. Wow. That's a full-time job. Day. That's a full-time. And I go, what are the top three things you're on? She's like, Instagram, um, TikTok, and YouTube. And I said, this is the probably the main reason why you feel like you feel right now. Yeah. Long story short, we worked her through to get her to the point where she's on at a half hour a day. See? And that's from seven and a half to a half hour. And I kid you not, Brooke, she is on fire. That's so she beautiful. Goes, I can't believe how good I feel. And I go, you never would have gotten here had you let this keep stealing your attention. Absolutely. She had to do some other things. We we got meditation, those things yeah. that you do. And so anyway, I just wanted to share that with you because so I think it's big, so though. needed. And I think a lot of times like like she didn't know how long she was on it. She had no clue. Because I do that all the time. I get yeah. that screen report and I'm like, oh my gosh, what was I doing? Like I don't I don't Did I really spend that much Did time? Did I really spend yeah. that much time on there? And yeah. it, you never really like I now try and yeah. use my who I follow like we have a lot of control over who we follow right. and there is some great stuff out there For like sure. don't get, get me wrong there yeah. is some beautiful mm -hmm. stories out there there's some yeah. great accounts but 
there are also some things that can make you feel bad. And it's not yeah. even that that person is trying to make trying somebody to feel that, yeah. bad. It's just what we do to ourselves. Yeah. It's once again, like we were talking about, like we can be a cheerleader for so many other people, but when mm -hmm. it comes to us, we just come up lacking a lot yeah. of times. Wow. And it's just those moments that I see my daughter and she knows how to use my, she's two and she'll like knows how to use the phone. Like she yeah. gets on it and I'm like, Oh my yeah. gosh, I've got to figure this out a lot faster than I thought. Yeah. My because she sees me with the it. Same way. Yeah. And it's like, we can't, I, I do use mine for work. I can't not have my phone. I mm -hmm. really try to not have her see me on it. And yeah. I try not to just idly be on it, but yeah. it's, wow. we've got to figure out something quick as a society, yeah. or we have created yeah. a monster that we can't control anymore well, because we'll, we're we'll put, adults. We'll put that energy out in the universe and we'll help. send it your way. Somebody help. help Brooke figure this out. Um, <laughs> this would be great. And yeah, I, anything I can do to help there would be amazing. Um, you know, what is it? I want to ask you just a few more questions. Yeah. What is, what do you do for, you're, you're really big into health and wellness. I know that means a lot to you and you, you exercise, you take care of yourself. Um, what is it? How do you take care of, what's like your self care look like on a day? Okay. What's like, what yeah, does that absolutely. Look like? So I'm, I know, I bet you've had so many people on here talking about morning routines and yes. I will be no different. Yes. Here we are. No, I'm telling amazing. you, man, I, it's game changers. They are game changers because yes. I, as somebody that woke up at the crack of dawn for so many years, <laughs> my morning routine was rolling out of bed, putting the clothes on that I had laid out and just getting out the door right. and being a zombie in the car. I had zero morning routine. So, so I have lived a long yeah. life with zero morning routine. Okay. <laughs> My routine was just trying to get to the radio station before the red light turned on. And many times I failed. <laughs> I would walk in mid-break and just sit down like, sorry, I'm here. Yeah. I made it. But a morning routine is crucial for me. That really sets me up for my wellness. Mm -hmm. So if I'll kind of like walk you through what I do. So yeah, please. I like alarm clock goes off. I really try not to put, click the snooze button anymore because it's like, just yeah. start, be present. Don't, don't prolong it. Like yeah. it doesn't help you. So what I do is I, I wake up, I like have a big, I have a big glass of lemon water. That's something that just kind of helps me yeah, get up. Right. And I've discovered that I am not as tired if I just drink some water in the morning. Yeah, it sounds so dumb, but you're no, like, I've heard that, that I have a lemon yeah. water that, and then I meditate, I immediately meditate. And I do kind of my own spin on a meditation because for me, just sitting there and like trying to not think of anything that doesn't work for me. My mind is too crazy. I'm like, <laughs> I also have a hard time when people are like, I'm manifesting this. And I'm like, okay, you're sitting on a pillow and you're thinking about what you want. Yeah, that, right. and, but I now know that there's tools and that actually does really work yeah. in a lot of ways of just yeah. helping you. And it really helped me get through my anxiety if, cause I wake mm. up pretty anxious, you know, every morning, yeah. like, Oh no, what am I forgetting? What have I not done today? What have so what, much to do? What do I have to do? What yeah. do I, what I, so I start my meditation. I do a TM practice. So there's a mantra that you kind of do. So I kind of start with that. And then sure. I roll into a gratitude practice. So oh, I just right think, on. what am I grateful for this? And a lot of times mm. I do this in my bed. So I'm like, I'm thankful for this warm, cozy bed. Yeah. It can be little things that you're grateful for. Or it could be like, I'm grateful for clean water because a lot of people don't have that. I know. You know, just starting wow. at those grand concepts of what you're thankful for. And that is probably my favorite part of my meditation because it physically and emotionally shifts you. When you start yeah. thinking about what you're grateful for, it just, it's I don't amazing. know how to tell you, it's just the warm fuzzies all over. Yes. So I do that and I just kind of, I work through, I do about 10, probably a 10, 15 minute meditation. So okay. I do the gratitude Love it. and then I move on to what I would call my manifesting phase. But sure. for me, like other ways of <laughs> manifesting, it just uh -huh. didn't make sense to me. So how I do this and it sounds so funny and you'll feel really dumb when you do it. <laughs> I act like I'm talking to my best friend. So Caitlin Hansen, for example, right. you guys all know. Yes. I 
start describing my life or the things I want to happen as if they've already happened. And I'm telling my friend about it. Like, Mm. you're not going to believe how amazing today went. I woke up, I had all this energy. I had all this time with my daughter. I got to spend this time with her. And then I went to my board meeting or whatever. And this is how it went. I hit all my bullet points. So it's, I'm going through my day of what's going to happen, but I'm visualizing myself executing it yes, I love and like it. it's already happened mm-hmm. and you st- I, I kid you not you will start getting the warm fuzzies yeah. of like I'm awesome because you're seeing yourself already it. do it. it so you're no longer afraid of doing it because yeah. you've already seen yourself succeeded at once so I kind of run through that day and then I'll even do kind of big grand, like big right. goals as well sure. but I yeah. do I talk about it as if it's already happened wow. or I'm already doing it, I love it. and it, it just it does it gets you pumped And then I move into like, I am statements, like I am worthy, I am strong, Mm -hmm. I am whatever that, you know, like you can just say, and then I usually just, you know, fill it with a thank you. And now I'm done with my meditation. And I, I, you know, a lot of people say the journaling, I can't seem to get behind the journaling. I try and I'm like, I'm not a journaler. I'm like, I can maybe journal at the end of the night a little bit. But that really yeah. sets me off on my Love day. It. And if I can move my body, if I can work out a little bit in the morning, it doesn't always happen because usually my daughter's awake at that point. And once yeah. she wakes up, it's it's over for me. Yeah. My day is no longer yeah, mine. That's right. Yeah. You got to get it done before. Yeah. That's such a huge thing to me. I'd say like your morning routine, the biggest thing you can do is wake up and not look at your phone. Mm-hmm. Don't look at your phone first. Yeah. Do some, do that meditation, do anything for yourself first before you get to and that, then yeah. look at your phone because once it. your phone mm-hmm. is in your hand it's you're theirs now too it's yeah. your emails come in you have this and it's that anxiety if yeah. you could just do that one thing for yourself whether it be a workout mm-hmm. or even just drinking that lemon water and having a cup yeah. of coffee that doesn't right. matter doesn't matter start somewhere start right? somewhere yeah. and yeah my morning routine like i probably take 20 minutes that's it wow you had me at morning routine because that's big, you know, in my recovery uh, of drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. many, many years ago. It's like my morning meds. It's like, yeah. And the visualizing part too. So I, I kind of do something similar where I have a, I have a personal declaration statement that states the things I want to do as if mm-hmm. it's already happened. Yeah. And then I'll visualize those things just like what you do. It works. But I love how you do that where I'm picturing I'm talking to my best friend and telling him about it. Right. So I'm going to incorporate that. I'm going to steal that from you. It's fun. I love it. You get yeah. pumped. Like oh, you really yeah. get excited about it. It's oh, this. Yeah. And you're basically just telling the universe <laughs> how you want it to go. So I love it. you might as well put it out there. I and love it. It, it just makes it really fun. Well, you know, if you win the first hour of the day, you win the day, right? right if you lose it. the first hour, you spend the rest of the day looking for it. That's where anxiety comes in. That's so where you true. feel like you're. And so I can relate a lot with that. So I thanks spin for out. sharing that. You bet. I That's spin beautiful. out with the best of them. So <laughs> I understand where it's like, it's all going to hell in a handbasket today. You know, that wow. feeling. Well, you've already shared some amazing advice and some, you know, great things. If there's someone listening to you right now who's just in a bad place, they're struggling and they're just in a dark spot and they don't know how to get out of it. What would you tell them, the, that one person who's listening to you right now? Oh, wow, that's such a big one. I know. And it's it's so hard. And it's like that thing that when you are in a dark spot, because I've been there, it's like the last mm-hmm. thing you want to hear is somebody <laughs> being like, it's going to be okay, you're going to make it. I would almost say, feel it right now. Mm. Almost relish in this feeling of discomfort mm. because there's a good yeah. chance this is the worst you're ever going to feel and it's only up from here. And if wow. you can take what you're feeling right now, like what we've talked about, the things that you think make you less than, mm-hmm. you that's your superpower. If you yeah. can harness this mm-hmm. feeling right yeah. now of how you feel so empty inside and how you feel so lost, and if you can use that to push yourself through, yeah. I promise you the 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 other side of it is right there just waiting for you. Wow. If you can just keep on pushing yeah. You're there. And 
like everybody is rooting for you. I think a lot of times we feel like nobody cares, especially when yeah. we get in that darkness. It's yeah. like, I'm a burden to the people that I love. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not good enough. It's mm-hmm. me. Everybody would be better off without me. And it's just not true. Wow. Um, in one of my meditations, wow. this sounds so funny, but this is like one of the things no, that I good. thought with I, my limiting beliefs of that. And I started spinning out, even in a meditation, I started thinking about how I'm not good enough, how everybody's mm-hmm. going to figure out that I'm a fraud. It's only a matter of time before they realize you're not actually good at this and you're, you're nobody. And I just had this thought and it sounds so simple, but it changed the way I looked at things for forever. And it just was, what if every negative thought that you had about yourself wasn't true Hmm. what if every limiting belief you've ever thought what if it was a lie what if it's a lie wow and i just thought to me i'm like well like why why do i why am i so apt to believe the negative things about myself Mm -hmm. i believe it instantly i take it as fact of course i'm fact oh yeah you're you're not good enough you're not smart enough and then you'll have outside factors or even yourself telling you that you are good enough and that you are smart and you are prepared you are worthy and we have such a hard time listening to that voice I, mm-hmm. But the other one, we were like, oh, she knows. Like, that's yeah. fact. And it just, when I thought about that, it just, it changed things for me. I thought, I'm not going to listen to that one anymore. That one's not fun. I don't want to hang out with her. She's yeah. the worst. Like, that, right. that, that version of me is not the person I want to be. Wow, I, I want to listen to this voice that tells me I am enough. And I think everything at the end of the day is a choice. Mm. And you just have to love choose it. who you want to yeah. listen to and yeah. choose the version of you that you're going to be. And... I don't know about you, but the one that doesn't yeah. think they're good enough, they don't sound like very much fun to me. Yeah, right. No, so beautifully said. Do you, do you mind reading that out loud? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Okay, well, I'm going to trust myself. The most delightful surprise in life is to suddenly recognize there is nothing wrong with you. Yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah. And, isn't and it goes huge? along with what you were just saying. What if all those negative things are a lie? A lie all along. Because the truth is, it is a lie. Yeah. Like... All those irrational beliefs that we have are based off of a lie. Mm-hmm. Chokes me up when I think about it. Yeah. Because I think we can all relate because we all struggle with that on yeah. some level. Absolutely. So what you said, beautifully said, beautiful advice. Wow. But it is. It's so huge. And I think about this as well when I like go into meetings or I'm going in to do a pitch, which is a terrifying and, and like any time <laughs> in your life. It's like I get hyped thinking Here about we go. it. Here we go. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Because you're presenting yourself, especially yeah. as a business owner. It's a big yeah. extension of you. And it's just that thing is you're like, who would I want to send into the meeting? Do I want to send in that perversion of me that doesn't think that they're enough, that thinks all of these negative things? And it's like, if you could take all of those thoughts away from who you are right now, and if you're the same, you have the same intellect, you have the same experience, you have all of that. But if you just take out the the part of yourself that thinks you're not good enough, who would you be in that meeting? It's like, that's who I want to send into that meeting. And you would be the exact person. It's just like the, how we can just connect so hard to the, the the version that we think isn't enough is yeah. to me the saddest thing. And it's something that I still, I, st- I struggle with every single day and yeah. we all do. Yeah. But wow. just to know, like you said, there's nothing wrong with, nothing you. Wrong with you. Just sit in that for <laughs> a minute. What? It. Let that soak in. Right. Right. I always <laughs> laugh with myself of my anxiety attacks because I'll get panic attacks and things like yeah. that. And I always have to tell myself, it's like the good news is it's all in your head. Yeah. <laughs> but the bad news is, it's all in your head, head. Exactly. right? And that's like my anxiety in a nutshell. Yeah, right. That is so perfectly said. Uh, and it's true. It's like yeah. all of it, but we're all our own worst enemy. We and if really we could are. just start being our own cheerleaders just for a second, wow. who could we be? Who could we be? Wow. And look at you. Seriously, you jumped in, man. It's, it's so cool. And, I, and I, as I look through your story and I think back, all the adversity 
has led to your greatness. I mean, everything you're doing. And I have no doubt you're going to keep doing some amazing things. These ideas you have, will, I mean, I have no doubt because well, you're of because uh, of your struggles. Well, we'll just keep on going. That's just all we can going. do, right? Yeah. Just keep on jumping, yeah. keep on pushing. Yeah. And yeah. Ne- you never want to look back and wonder what yeah. could have happened. Well, this has been awesome to just sit here and talk to you. Seriously, this I has appreciate been so it. Good. This is fun. Yeah. I'm a rambler, so I apologize no, no, no. if everybody's still here. No, 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 you're not rambling at all. This is beautiful, and I am thank- thankful that you have been vulnerable and willing to share your life with us, and and obviously all these great things you're doing. Um, it just makes me appreciate even more these things that you're doing because of okay, thank you. you know it's actually it gives you more authenticity because of the struggles you've been through. So I think that's a wonderful thing. Well, thank you so much. I am so glad <laughs> to be here and it has been, it's been fun. Yeah. It's been fun. Well, if people want to reach out to you, Brooke, and get to know more about, you know, your, 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 your product line and then your, your genderless clothing line, you know, op, Opta brands and all that stuff. What's the best way for them? Oh, to best do that? way. Just go to my Instagram. I got a link tree on there and everything. Okay. So you can go to all the different ones and okay. I'm just at Brooke with an E underscore Mangum, M-A-N-G-U-M. And then there's everything you could possibly, lots of pictures of my kid there too. Just, yes. just so you know, yeah, just full disclosure. I got, it's, I'm a mom of a two-year-old, lots yes. of pictures of the kid. No, you got a beautiful family and uh, that's, yeah, a real simple, just go to your Instagram account. Instagram, link trees right, right there. there. It's all yeah. there, Opti Brands, the subject to change, the podcast, of course, Living Unscripted Podcast yes. with Miss Caitlin Hansen. Yeah. They're all there in that link Which tree. Which is a great podcast, by the way. You guys need to tune into that. It's fun. These two girls just go crazy sometimes. <laughs> New, yeah, literally, it's like news ladies on change yes, sometimes, but. Beautiful. Hey, we though. have a good time. Yeah, no, it's really good. Well, thank you so much for no, being thank here. thank you. And thanks for being such a beautiful light in this world that we all need. Glad to be here. Thank you so yeah. much. Well, there you go, folks. I told you this was going to be another amazing guest, Brooke Mangum. Please check out all the things that she's doing. Check out her Instagram account. Um, follow up with her. Check out uh, her clothing line and, and then her Opta brands. And if you have a question for her, send her a question. I'm sure she'll, when she has time, she'll answer it. So. I love you guys. Again, thanks to our sponsors. I love you as well. Thanks for believing in me. And uh, until next time, everyone, take care. Thanks again, Brooke.